Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 51. And of course, we are a very proud part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. Well, it's Stampede Week here in Calgary, and I'll be heading down to the grounds a couple of times later this week. And I'm sure looking forward to stopping in to see some of the some barbecue friends that are vending down on the grounds, like Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue and House of Q, and also to maybe... Uh, sample some of the always interesting food items they have available down at the Stampede. And of course I'll have to get in my annual corn dog and some mini donuts. Can't go without that. Hey everybody, let's roll right into our Canadian barbecue competition news. No events scheduled this coming weekend, July 13th and 14th, but the following weekend on Sunday, July 21st out in Chilliwack, BC, you'll find Barn Burner Barbecue 2019. This is a KCBS sanctioned event with lots of other activities on the schedule and it looks like it will be a great time. Looking to become a barbecue judge? Well, the next scheduled class is on July 25th in Morris, Manitoba. The following day in Morris, they're holding an SCA qualifier, the Lux Barbecue Steak Cook-Off, which also features a chicken wing competition. Sounds awesome. Back in Morris the following weekend, July 27th is the Rumble on the River KCBS competition, while the Festival Barbecue St. Jerome Backyard event is taking place that same weekend in St. Jerome, Quebec. August 2nd to the 4th in Whistler, B.C. is the Canadian National Barbecue Championships. The Canadian Barbecue Society updated its Team of the Year rankings today. The top three teams in the country currently are Fat Wally's Firehouse Barbecue in third place, Smellicue in second place, and Rusty's Barbecue in first. East to west, the provincial leaders are What the Pork in Quebec, Smokin' Boys and Hot Grills out of Ontario, Rob Turner of Big Smoke Barbecue in Manitoba, Scott and the Arrowhead North team in Saskatchewan, Janice and Russell from Smellicue here in Alberta, and Rusty's Barbecue in British Columbia. For more details and a full calendar of events, check out the Canadian Barbecue Society website at www.cbbqs.ca. This show is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, and I'm excited by the new podcasts that have recently been added to the network. One of the shows that I've cut a couple of episodes of is Calgary Culture, the Perspectives YYC Podcast. This show features interviews with a variety of local artists, creatives, and incredible people. I've enjoyed the episodes I've listened to, and I have hit that subscribe button. I'd like to welcome them to the network and remind you to visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com to find this and all the other great Alberta-based podcasts on the network. I'm back on the Alberta barbecue trail this week. While we are lucky to have a, a number of great new barbecue joints here in Calgary, there are three cornerstone barbecue restaurants that have been around for years. I've already featured Big T's and Booker's on the podcast, and this week I'm happy to complete the trifecta by sitting down with Arlen Smith from Palomino Smokehouse. Check it out and let me know what you think. All right, everybody, back on the Alberta Barbecue Trail today. Uh, I'm here with Arlen Smith from Palomino Smokehouse. Uh, Arlen, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. I know it's a busy, uh, busy weekend for you. You've got the Sled Island Music Festival going on. We can uh, kind of chat about that <laughs> a little bit here and uh, see what you guys are doing there. But uh, I want to jump in and uh, kind of get your uh, your barbecue story. That's how I like to start. Kind of how did you find yourself in, this, uh, in the barbecue business? Fair enough. Well, I mean... 
So up until nine years ago, I always sort of barbecued as a hobby. Sure, yeah. I threw parties at bars because I always worked at bars. And we do pig roasts. I do four or five pig roasts a year. And I had the opportunity to come over to the Palomino as a partner okay. just about nine years ago. And, you know, I had good experience with barbecue as well as lots of experience working with live music and restaurant experience. So it sort of, I got offered the perfect storm of taking over the Palomino and was very excited to be a part of an already established barbecue place. And, you know, I figured with my knowledge and skill set, I could make the barbecue a little bit better and make the restaurant run a little smoother and make the live music programming a little more exciting. And, uh, you know, almost nine years later, I think we've done a pretty good job of it. Yeah, awesome. <coughs> so let's uh, let's talk about the, the Palomino a little bit, the history of the, uh, the restaurant, how long you've been around there. And... Uh, the Palomino opened 14 years ago. Okay. It was started by a gentleman named Fred Conopaki, who almost nine years ago, decided he'd had enough of the big city and restaurant life and sold his stake in the bar to me and a few of my partners and uh, we moved in and sort of started fine-tuning a few things with the barbecue and you know like it's we're lucky we've got a great smoker yeah you know we we, they make great barbecue smoking with applewood and uh, we've done our best to try and make it the best barbecue in town. Yep. Awesome. Uh, I've been in there a couple times. Talk about the, the how the rest the style of the restaurant. What would you how would you describe the uh, the decor, I guess? Well I mean it's very much Texas Roadhouse. Texas, yeah. <clears throat> you know? The walls are full of stuff. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's it's uh, I'm a collector, you know mm-hmm. by by nature. Yeah. The collection had already started, but right. we've definitely added immensely to it. Yeah. Over the last nine years. Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, yeah, you got that, you know, like you say, Texas Roadhouse. You get that feel when you walk <coughs> in there. Yeah, and I mean. Not, uh, not in the middle of downtown Calgary, right? Yeah, and I mean, you know, like we, we do very brisk business during Stampede because sure. we don't really need to decorate for Stampede. Yeah, we're, already, we're, yeah. we're very much <laughs> we're very much a Stampede establishment year-round. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's talk about the food there a little bit. Uh, the menu, how would you describe <coughs> the, the barbecue style? Is it kind of a... A specific regional style or not really I mean we do we do a very Texas brisket yeah. you know we do dry rub brisket we slice it I'm of the opinion if you have to pull your brisket it means you probably cooked it too long too much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know our ribs are uh, sort of uh, somewhere between a Kansas City and uh, a dry rib like they're not super saucy right. but they're not completely dry either we do sort of sauce them to finish them the pork is, you know, I mean, the best pork comes out of the Carolinas, yeah. and we serve both north and south sauces. We do the mustard-based sauce, right. we do a vinegar-based sauce. So yeah. it's we don't try not to stick to one region. Yeah, we sort of, of pull in from the different areas. Yeah, and, do what we can to sort of take the best of all worlds and put it onto our menus. Yeah. So. No, it's great. Yeah, you know, and we don't have a in Alberta here really a specific barbecue style. Uh, it's no, kind of be a combination of uh, like you were just saying different regions and uh. I mean the probably the most regional thing about barbecue here is if you're going to use fairly local wood yeah. then you're probably using apple wood yeah. out of the BC orchards BC, yeah. you know cherry woods okay yeah. so a little bit tarry so yeah. it gets a little bit 
bitter. Yep. But I mean, Applewood's a nice smoke. We're not. We don't have the privilege of, you yeah. know, down south where you can buy a, a quart of hickory yeah. for a hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. yeah, we don't. Uh, I, I wish we could. Is what it is, right? Take it. Yeah. Do it. Do what you can with what you got. Absolutely. I think that's what. Uh, you know the, these different barbecue styles the texas the beef and the carolinas that's what how it started right that's what they had there and that's what they cooked with and uh, so yeah and then we, it uh, sort of adds to the flavor i mean yeah. you know and applewood does give that's alberta nice, barbecue uh, little, uh, a bit of a distinctive flavor on the smoke because yeah. it doesn't taste like any of those southern woods exactly yeah a little uh, more fruity obviously yeah uh so yourself just to jump back to your end have you kind of uh done any barbecue training anywhere uh, or more just self-taught <clears throat> pretty self-taught in yeah. the beginning and I mean you know like I, I, I go to Texas for a music festival yeah. every okay. year so I've eaten at most of the best barbecue spots in Texas yeah. from like Luling and Lockhart to yeah. Franklin's to La Barbecue yeah. and then a few years back we did a tour and we went through Georgia Okay. And the Carolinas yeah. and ate way more barbecue than anybody should eat in the natural yeah, been there. sort of setting. But, yeah. you know, and then we were in Chicago a little while back yeah. and tried some barbecue there. And yeah. I mean, you really get to see the regional differences. Yeah. And, you know, we try and we see something we like, yeah. you know, we try Good. and right we try it out. Yeah. So. Yeah. so no... Uh, more just touring and trying things different places as opposed to going anywhere to get to uh, have any sort of specific uh, yeah. training for yourself. I mean, you don't really need. Yeah, if you know what as you're long, doing, as, long right? as someone teaches you what a brisket feels yeah. like when it's ready to come off a smoker. Yeah. yeah. And you figure it out yeah. pretty quick after you've burnt, yeah. charred a few briskets yeah, or yeah. taken them off half raw, and then you're yeah. like, okay, wait. Yeah. I know what I need to look yeah, for now. Uh, back to the uh, the restaurant, the menu. I, I was kind of looking through the menu. A few things kind of jumped out at me. You've got really a, quite a wide range on the menu. Yeah. Uh, on the the pulled pork spring rolls, that kind of something a little different. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, our crowd, our crowd during the day is a very white collar crowd, sort of and it's here. you know it's nice to add a variety. Yep. And nine years ago, people weren't really attuned to what barbecue actually was yeah. you know i think places like us and big t's and bookers yeah. really sort of paved the way yeah, for absolutely. the modern yeah. barbecue places yeah. that are opening up in calgary like hayden block and they're about to open a second one yeah. and jane bond where they're those places are very much more traditional yeah. servings of barbecue like yeah. texas whereas yeah. Ten years ago, if we tried to serve people slice of brisket, sliced brisket yeah. on a uh, cafeteria tray, yep. they would have just walked away. Like, they they were like, "No, this is not right." Yeah. So, because of the nature of who we serve during the days, we have to be a little bit more restauranty, yeah. which yep. gives us the opportunity to do fun stuff yeah. like a pulled pork spring roll. Yeah. So, which yeah keeps it different. Yeah, absolutely. No, it sounded great and uh, kind of a traditional. The Alberta cheesesteak was a. Uh, yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody loves a cheesesteak, and yeah. it's great with moist brisket on it yeah. and gravy and cheese instead yeah. of just, like, roast beef. Slice so. roast beef, absolutely. And I noticed you got uh, the, the veggie burger. Well, you got to have a veggie burger, and that's Something. nine years ago, the Palomino didn't really cater to vegetarians right. at all. <clears throat> First and foremost, I'm a businessman, and yeah. I want to 
make money. Yep. Unfortunately, such as <laughs> such as life. But oh, that's you know, yeah. you really have to. We had to really start catering to sort of the vegetarian sure. and the lighter eater. So yep. you know, we do the catfish pull boy. Yep. <clears throat> for someone who wants some fish, you know, we do smoked turkey now. Yep. For people who don't want to eat so much red meat. And, I mean, those things, we do good jobs of them, but, I mean, the star of the show is still the pork, the brisket, the ribs. But like you say, it's business, right? Yeah. And you need to, if four people want to come to your restaurant, one of them doesn't eat meat, well, you still got something for... for Yeah, I mean, you have to to make sure everybody gets fed. Exactly. And then uh, the pit boss kind of jumped out at me. Yeah, well, I mean, that's sort of, you got to have a sandwich with everything (laughs) on it. Like, if you can't decide if you want pork, brisket, sausage... Why not just have it all? Yeah. So, yeah, and we put that one on a couple years back. Yeah. Was like, well, we just got to make like a big ass monster sandwich. Yeah, so. yeah that all right. And then you do. Uh, so aside from the sandwiches <laughs> and the appies, uh, some platters you can order. Yeah, we do the fat ass platter, which yeah. is you know it'll feed three really hungry people or yeah. you know four four to five people who just want to eat like normal human beings. But uh, yeah, and that sort of gives you an opportunity to try everything that we do. Yeah. You know. The sausage, the ribs, the brisket, the pork, the chicken, and a good selection of our sides. So. Yeah. Awesome. And then I did notice, uh, and maybe you can talk about that, some of your local partners that you work with, Spolumbo's uh, Sausage, you're <coughs> serving Spolumbo's. Well, and the Spolumbo's we serve is actually my uh, my recipe. Okay. So they make that they make that sausage custom for us. Yep. It's uh, my take on like a Texas Red Hot. Yeah. Again, you know, I like a good spicy sausage and... There's no one that does it better than the Texans. Yeah. And I uh, put together a recipe and uh, talked to Tony yeah. over at Spolumbo's, and <clears throat> he was happy to make it for us. And, you know, we I think we're the only place in town you can get it. Yeah. I don't think they sell it out of their uh, market. They just make it for us make one it. big batch yeah. at a time. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're great. And it's always good to try and stay as local as yeah. possible. So yeah, no, a great, a great outfit. Been one of my favorite spots for uh, for many years. So. Absolutely. Yeah, and then uh, you got some good looking sides: the bacon wrapped corn, the cheddar grits. Yeah, I mean, we put the grits on about six years ago because it's one of those things that you don't see enough of here. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'll I was see, a little surprised actually when I saw it. You'll see grits in some of the sort of higher end restaurants okay, that yeah. don't do barbecue because right. they're doing like your traditional sort of shrimp and grits. But right. I love grits. Yeah. You know, hominy is it's such a great flavor, and with the smoked cheddar, it really brings it alive and makes it really great. And the, the bacon-wrapped corn is just a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, why not put a piece of bacon around a piece of corn and then cook it? Like, yeah. It just makes sense. Yep. Then uh, you guys do a brunch menu. Is that just on the weekends or every day? Uh, we do the brunch every Saturday and Sunday and yeah. then holidays. Yeah. And again, yeah, like it's... It's a traditional brunch menu, kind of. Yep. You know, like it's uh, you can get pulled pork or brisket eggs Benedict. Yeah. We do, you know, a breakfast hash with pulled pork or brisket or sausage. Yep. We do some French toast. We do a pulled pork and bourbon apple French toast, which is one that I came up with a few years back. Yeah. Because I'd find myself just eating the French toast and then wanting some of the apples for yep. a little bit of the sweet and then the yep. pork to just sort of fill it out. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, there was the, the peanut butter and banana French toast that kind of yeah. caught, caught my eye. I mean, that's, that's sort of a, that's a tribute to Elvis. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure Elvis would have liked our barbecue. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's great that you're taking some of those traditional brunch, brunch type items and 
mixing in the barbecue with your own style into it. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's we still want people to eat barbecue, yeah. even if it's just for breakfast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And who doesn't love having barbecue for breakfast? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we jump, uh, move on, I'm going to just take a quick break here for a uh, word from our sponsor. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you switch retailers, nothing changes about the delivery of electricity or natural gas to your home or business. If you have an existing contract, you're going to want to find out the terms for leaving. If you don't, then it's even easier to sign up for Park Power. The choice is yours, and there's a better deal available to you. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Alrighty, uh, let's uh, back to the restaurant. Uh, the website advertises the, the largest smoker in Western Canada. I don't even know if that's true, that's anymore. true anymore. Okay. You know, like it used to be. Yeah. Like one point. Yeah, like our uh, yeah. the old hickory will do 750 okay. pounds of meat at a time. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, what 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 you were cooking on old hickory. And uh, yeah, like I I love that thing. It's a beast. It's it's yeah. a workhorse. It's. I, I very even I very rarely even smoke meat at home anymore. Yeah. I've gotten to the point now where I'll just bring it down and yeah. throw it in there. Throw it in there. I, and I hear wonderful things about them. Uh, the, the product <coughs> itself, the customer service, the the company, everything. It's yeah, just, they're uh, great. Like I love that company. So yeah, I've heard many people talking about you know something breaks, they get on the phone and uh, they're able to run down to the local hardware store to find the right part to fix yeah, it. Yeah, generally. I mean, there's a, there's running. a few things that sure. are pretty specific and yeah, but you know and. Yeah. 13, 14 years now, yeah. we haven't ever had a day where, I think we had two days where the smoker wasn't working. Well, that's a pretty good track record. Yeah, and we were, we knew it was coming, so we actually could get caught up yeah. and didn't have to close for two days. We just had to sort of sit on a little bit of barbecue. Awesome. So uh, you, you, you mentioned what are you cooking on at home when you, uh, when you do cook at home? I had a custom-built smoker, okay. which I sold a few years ago, because yeah. I didn't need it anymore. Yeah. And then I use a uh, Weber Smoky Mountain, yeah. the 22-inch. I don't know if they make the 22-inch anymore. Not sure. I know you see the 18 and a halfs, but... Yeah, I think they still do. But yeah. Maybe, yeah. But the 22-inch Weber Smoky Mountain, yeah. that's... I love it. Yeah. It's, I'm, a, I'm a Weber guy, so... Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's easy, it's versatile, yeah. puts great flavor and smoke on the things, yeah. doesn't take up a lot of room. Yeah, and uh, yeah, if you're yeah. not if you're not cooking a ton, it's a great uh, great option, right? Yeah, if you see enough competition guys using them, it must be uh, yeah must be doing something right. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got my Weber kettle at home that I uh, I love using. So. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what else you guys do at the restaurant. So it's uh, you've got the showroom. Yeah, I mean we're a barbecue music. we're a barbecue restaurant. We're a live music venue. Yeah. You know, we do weddings. I mean, the the biggest thing for me is the music. Yeah. You know, we're both, me and my partner Dan are both very passionate about the music, and we've both been working in venues that do live shows right. for 20 years now. Yeah. And for us, it's, it keeps our clientele a little bit long, a little bit younger at times. Right. Yep. So we're continually introducing people to barbecue. Sure. So yeah, and you know, like this weekend, it's the Sled Island Music Festival. Yeah. And from Wednesday to Sunday, we have 70 bands playing. At, at the Palomino? At the Palomino. Wow. So That's, uh, live music on two floors, day and night, wow. for five days straight. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah, no kidding. So you've got the uh, the restaurant is on the main floor, and then you've got the showroom. Is that in the basement? There? The showroom downstairs, and that's yep. where the majority of the shows happen. Right. <clears throat> we do do happy hour shows, and yep. during Stampede, we do a lot of stuff on the main floor, and yep. during the music festivals. Obviously, yeah. And we'll throw... You know, if we have a bunch of bands that want to play, we'll throw a two-floor party and yeah. do bands on both floors. Right. Like, we just, 
we just love selling barbecue and beer and yeah. live music. It yeah, goes well together, right? Absolutely. And it, and it like you say, it brings a different clientele in, a different revenue stream for the business. Yeah, and I mean, it's, most people come down and eat before a show, so yeah. you know it helps sell barbecue and. Yeah. People are learning about barbecue and getting to see some bands. Yeah, so that's great. And then you got the patio as well. Our patio, which hardly anybody even knows exists, yeah. even though back there. it sits out back, and yeah. because it's sort of got walls around it and yeah. is sort of set in the ground a little bit, yeah. people are generally a little bit surprised when they see it. But yeah. the patio actually more than doubles our capacity. Awesome. So you know the patio is actually quite huge, yeah. and. Uh, out of the wind, it's warm in the summer, perfect. so it's like the perfect oasis. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what do you got, anything, events coming up uh, at the Palomino you'd like to kind of throw a plug in for? This will be coming out in probably two, three weeks here. So. I mean, you know, we're heading into Stampede season, yeah. so during Stampede we have tons of live music. We always have live music every Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah. You know, we do all-you-can-eat ribs on Monday, buckabone dry ribs on Tuesday, smoked wings on Wednesday. So, yeah, I mean, we always have something going on. Awesome. So let's uh, step away from Palomino for a moment and talk about, and you kind of touched on it a little, uh, what you see happening in the barbecue community here in Calgary and maybe Alberta as a a broader uh, sense. Well, I mean, I look back to nine years ago and Calgary had three smokehouses. Mm -hmm. You know, Red Deer had none. Edmonton didn't get its first barbecue joint until like four years ago. Right. <clears throat> and now you, you drive around Alberta and Lethbridge yep. has a smokehouse. Yep. Medicine Hat has a smokehouse. You know, Red Deer has two. Yep. Edmonton has a couple great yep. smokehouses up there. And, you know, Calgary now has, God, got to be 10. Right, be up there, yeah. Yep. You know, and there's some really great barbecue and there's lots of different styles of barbecue. And, you know, you get a place where it's a little more refined, I guess. Yeah. Is, where, where it's, you know, fancier cocktails and, you know, but they all make really great barbecue. Yeah, and yeah it's, it's nice that you kind of can have the different uh, styles, right? A, yeah. Some a little mean, more casual, a little fancier. Gives gives me an excuse to go out and eat barbecue at other yeah. places and see what they're doing. And, yeah. you know, if I see somebody's doing something different or better than us, then I can learn a little bit from it. So yeah, it's well, good. So it's great that you're getting out and kind of supporting <clears> the... Uh, the barbecue community, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys do anything out in the community? Any events, uh, that sort of thing? I see you do some catering. But uh, we do lots of catering, yeah. and then I mean, I do. We do a few events. We we don't do any of the competitive stuff. Right. It's that's a different different life, different world, right? It right. is, and I mean, I've looked at it, but generally we're so busy that to take two days out to go do a barbecue competition it's yeah. just like well we're already selling tons of barbecue so yeah. but yeah I mean we do we do like pause in the park we do and we do lots of char- charity golf tournaments and yep. stuff we'll bring some barbecue out awesome. and serve it to people so do what we can to keep a bit, keep our uh, awareness in the community up there so be a, be a part of it right yeah uh, before we wrap up where can folks find you the, the physical address online social media uh the physical address is 109 7th Ave Southwest. Yep. We're right on the C train tracks yeah. across the street from the Hyatt. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, it's just the Palomino Smokehouse.com. Then Instagram, it's at the Palomino Smokehouse. Our website is the Palomino Smokehouse.ca, I believe. I'll, I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes just <coughs> yeah. to, uh, be, to be sure. Yeah. 
And yeah, I mean, you know, you find us all over the place, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the, the question I like to finish with, Arlen, is uh, it's dinner time. What is your uh, your go-to meal? It doesn't have to be barbecue, but... Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a cheeseburger guy. Yeah. You know, a good American-style cheeseburger cooked on a flat top with orange cheese. But I mean, otherwise, sitting down at dinner, it's probably going to be, if I can get a good slice of brisket and some mashed potatoes and some corn, then I'm a pretty happy guy. Yeah. But, uh, not a bad way to go. Absolutely. Arlen, good. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking time. I know it's a real busy day for you guys here. So My pleasure. Thanks uh, for coming down. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time, everybody, and thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and a review. Shout out to BK BBQ for the five-star rating and the kind words. Thanks to Arlen from the Palomino Smokehouse. Check out their social media links in the show notes, and be sure to pay them a visit here in Calgary. I just want to take a quick moment here to remind everyone that no matter how much negativity you see in the world these days, there's way more good and positivity out there. We just have to look for it sometimes. Try to take a few minutes out of your day to spread some joy and love with those around you. A great way to do that is to gather around the fire and a table full of barbecue with your loved ones. Wherever you are, I encourage you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you're here in Alberta, do me a favor and check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail page at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca for a listing of all the great barbecue joints in Alberta. You can find me on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue, Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue, or on email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thank you to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. And until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATV and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.